This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I'm so happy you're here. I'm Sandy Scarlatta. I was born in Virginia Beach and raised in the Baltimore Annapolis area and had very humble and tragic beginnings. And as a result, my life was a hot mess. Thankfully, 33 years ago, I got my act together. And since that time, I have dedicated my life to serving others and raising awareness that no matter what you've been through, you can choose happiness and live the life of your dreams. Happiness Solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering, motivational, inspirational, and of course, a dose of happiness. It's my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a choice, and the choice is yours. Today's episode is amazing, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to leave a review and follow me on social media at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. Enjoy the show. Tessa Farrell, it is such an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you today. How, how are you? Here you are I, so beautiful. <laughs> likewise, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So you're a Hollywood actress. I've only talked to a handful of actors and actresses, but I love it because that was, of course, when we're teenagers, we all want to be in you know, a Hollywood actress, but you appeared in, um, HBO's Entourage, The Madness Within, and you are, your, your headlines is the co-pioneer of smartphone filmmaking. I love that. So we're going to talk about all of that because I'm really curious about that. So how did you get to where you are today? Everybody has a story. You know, how did you get to where you are? Because it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, struggles and hardships and everything to, to, to even land a little spot. And that right? ironically was kind of the because um, I started out the very traditional route. I moved to Hollywood from Austin, Texas, did the audition route, got on Entourage as like a supermodel at their parties. I even got to do the scene with Eminem when he punched Vince, which was really fun because I got to see Eminem punch Vince so many times. For, uh, but anyway, um, so then I did the whole, okay, I got kind of typecasted a lot and I just, something inside me didn't feel right. And I wanted to play these different parts that my manager at the time wanted me to go out for. So there was a disconnect. So I ended up letting him go and taught myself how to screenwrite. And then I took a few years doing that. And then because it wasn't really known at the time, no one really wanted to read my screenplays. So I started, uh, this was like around 2014, 2015 iPhones came out with really good cameras. And I learned from Tangerine in 2015 that, oh, you can make a film on your phone. And I, this is before it's all popular now. So this was like way back when no one was doing it yet. And so I started doing that, but I didn't have money at the time really. So I was doing it as a one person crew, making short films on my phone. And then eventually like four years later, I'm like the most interesting thing I'm doing right now really is, is what I'm doing about making films on my phone. So I made a film about a girl making films on her phone as a one <laughs> crew. And I don't want to do a spoiler for the end, but um, it is a, a new filmmaking world record that I broke. And it's, it's something that's never been done in film history. And it was a really long, difficult struggle. Um, 
and the film it's really cool because the film's not 100 percent a true story but it's inspired by a true story um but that's what sets me apart from everyone else in hollywood because i kind of became my own hollywood for a while because i had to do it without hollywood i had to make a movie on my own um so yeah the the movie kind of tells the story the best it's hard for me to talk about it because there's a lot of things too i want to leave as a surprise for the audience of course yeah so is this out now so this film not out to the public yet. I've, I finished it recently, last late last year, then I've uh, released it to some film festival judges. So I wanted to see how it was received and it's been winning a bunch of awards worldwide. So that's very exciting. Um, so now, yeah, I'm kind of researching different distributors because ideally I want to get it in theaters because that's how I mm -hmm. edit it because that's the other exciting element of it. If we can see the technology nowadays, an iPhone movie in a theater, that's going to be really fun for all of us to go see how far we've come. So I'm really hoping for that. So but right now it's, you know, award season. So everyone's really busy. So it's kind of like right. run, pause, run, pause phase. So yeah, pretty soon, hopefully around April-ish, then we'll start getting, getting going and I'll get some meetings going and we'll figure out when we're going to release it to the public. That is absolutely incredible. Wow. I'm, I'm like a little starstruck now here, Tessa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I read your bio and all that, but, you know. Talking with you in person is, it's just really special. And to be able to accomplish that, and I know before we hit record, we were sharing a little bit, and I love your kitty cat in the background, by the way. <laughs> he is a special story too. He came to me during the making of the movie because I was like alone in this like movie hut thing I built. And I was, I was sad at times. I was happiness solved. I was a one person crew at the time. And I'm like, if this is really challenging and I heard a cat crying outside in the building and I went outside to find it and I was like, Oh God, like this would be a great time to like foster or save an animal. Cause I, I'm a literally 12 hours a day in this film studio. And then I see an email from a neighbor saying, Oh, we found this cat. Did anyone lose a cat? I'm like, Hey, if you need help fostering, I'm available. They're like, please take the cat. We have two. They're not getting along. So I take the cat. We fall in love. No one claims the cat. There was no chip in it. And it, it was meant to be my like prayer was answered. And then I had photos of him watching me work on my computer. Like he was like my little buddy watching me edit. It was hilarious. I'll, I'll post photos at some point of him. Yeah, he's a cute little. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just really enamored at, at how you had this vision and, and you brought it into fruition because so many times we have a vision. I, I was telling you my big audacious goal that I, I have with my tennis, yeah. amateur tennis playing. And I'm, you know, I've, I've got the timeline. I've, I've put it out in the universe. How did you keep on track and how did you keep that trajectory moving forward? Because, you know, life always happens while we're busy making other plans yep. and it can be hard and challenging. What did you do? You, what tips can you give the audience for, for just sticking on track with that? Because what you've accomplished was no small feat. You That's know? a very great question. Um, Cause I, made the decision in Jan July, 2019, I think is when I first started saying, okay, hey, I'm gonna turn all my stuff that I'm making into a feature about it. Um, a lot was going on in my personal life. And through that pain, there was just the, okay, I set my goal. I'm just gonna, no matter how much pain I'm going through, I'm gonna keep up with it. But that pain eventually, the world kept throwing things at me. There were moments where I was like, I'm going to give up or something. Like, it felt like I was going to give up. And that's when I, I mentioned sometimes divine intervention because then mm -hmm. something magical would happen. Like, uh, for example, this guy that I met at a party, because some of it I filmed raw, live, like improv. 
and he agreed to be in the film and really sign a release and i wanted him to re-record his audio he's in london somewhere and so i'm like okay you know maybe i shouldn't be doing this i think i'm doing the wrong thing and then he'll text me immediately say hey don't you need my lines like right in the moment i'm feeling like i'm giving up or another day where i'm like am i doing the right thing and then the amazon guy will not only knock on my door and hand me my box but know what's in it and say here's your magical hat i'm like how did he know there was a hat in the box? And how did he know I needed that hat for his big scene in the movie? <laughs> like little things like that. And then another time I wasn't feeling well at all. And my girlfriend had her birthday party and I was going just, I was really having a bad day and I wanted to work on the film. And that was another hard part is socially with my friends and my family. It was really difficult to be there for them because I was kind of overcome with this artistic journey and I needed to kind of engulf myself in this world and because I became the character and the editor and I didn't want to miss her birthday but there was something inside me that wasn't ready to sit there and chat with people and be present and be a positive person in there I needed mm -hmm. to be I need to be working on the film. So as I'm driving home, running an errand, there's, <laughs> and I'm sorry, Anya, if you're listening, I love you so much, but there was like 20 pink heart balloons outside my apartment, abandoned in a bush. And so I'm like, this is random. And I wait for like five to 10 minutes looking around, no one gets them. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. I'm gonna take them and send them to her and say, babe, I'm sorry, I need, I can't make it. I need to work on this movie. I don't feel good. I love you so much though. And I did Aww. that. And it's just it's weird things like that that kept happening. Um, but also things like communicating with your friend, like that's not a good friend thing to do. I would have loved to have been there for her, but I also needed to ride that wave of making this film and whatever the art requires. But again, too, it's also, there were times where things were messy. I had this mold, like this toxic air problem. There was a water intrusion and it got so bad or I was sick for a year while I was editing and I had to wear like a hazmat suit and sleep on the floor oh my gosh. with my audio. Yeah, it's a very weird story because um, I hand built like my sound studio with all of my speakers. And at one point I couldn't go outside of it without getting really sick because the air was so toxic. So it's really about like deep down how far are you willing to go? But knowing that also exploring and being like, okay, just every experience is an experience, even if it's really painful and then being, I think it sounds so weird to say grateful for it. But if you think about of course, how things can be, the difficult things are the ones that shape us the most. And those are the ones that give us an opportunity to find out who we are. So even though it hurts so much, like even right now with my apartment a mess, I'm still disinfecting things. I have a UV light in my bathroom that's releasing ozone. So now I'm still getting exposed to toxins. It's really frustrating. But I'm like, well, this is shaping me in some way that I don't know right now, but in the future I will. And so this, as weird as it sounds, is a gift. And so if I just think about my long-term goal, it's it's weird because it's everything I'm going through to get to that. It, it's like opposites i don't know how to it's it's hard to put into specific words but i think yeah when i am making the film that it brings i don't want to start crying but like it brings so much joy that that joy those moments that you find are worth all of the other stuff because i've had moments where i'm just like I, it's just it's really hard to put into words the magic i felt and experienced i just can't wait to share it with the world soon because i've had <sighs> just being able to accomplish those things and see it come to life and yeah. I'm just really excited. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I can feel it. I can feel your emotions. And um, 
So gosh, there's so much, there's so much you just said. So when you were saying weird things for me, I, I believe those are miracles. Those are all miracles that happen. And, and it is a divine intervention, I believe. And, uh, that it's, it's little things like that, that are handed to you to keep you moving forward. And you're right. One day you will look back at this because right now, you know, when you're in the midst of the chaos, it feels like it's, it's hard not to feel like, like a victim and get into the victim mentality. And like things are, all this is happening to me. It's just when you ride the waves, right? Like, like you're doing, you get to the other side and you're like, this happened for me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and I didn't know right? that until I made it through some waves because in those waves, I'm like so pissed, so angry. But then of course, I get through those waves. I'm like, okay, instead of complaining, I'm going to ask, how do I get better? So I have, how do I have more skills to get through these problems? Instead of asking, how do I have less problems? Give me more skills to get through them. So now I'm focusing on what can I do to get through this faster or easier or make the problems disappear instead of complaining mm -hmm. about them. Yeah. Well, you mentioned a very, you mentioned a very powerful word and that is gratitude mm -hmm. because gratitude is the quickest way to shift your vibration from down here to, to really high. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard sometimes. Right. And, and I also want to throw it out there because I, I talk about this a lot that when you are feeling frustrated and angry, you, you have to sit in those feelings and it's okay because as humans, mm -hmm. Yeah. We're supposed to feel all of the emotions. I'm so glad you right? said that because I learned that lesson too, that in the yeah. beginning, I pushed them away thinking they're bad. Right. And then eventually right. I'm like, actually, those are some of the most precious moments in 20, uh, 2020, right when COVID started. I was sitting in my, I took my computer and my speakers and my dad's, I only had two speakers at the time and I was learning audio engineering. And I remember sitting on the bed crying, thinking this is so hard learning this technical stuff. And then I look back, I'm like, that moment of just my soul kind of aching and pain, but striving for something is one of the most precious things I'll ever cherish now. But at the time it was so painful, but you have to just like, let yourself feel it and breathe through it. And yeah, yes. really, and it's, it, it gets easier. It sure <laughs> does. And I keep this up here for moments like this. And, and this was so freaking cool because I was on a friend of mine's podcast and one day I get this package in the mail and I open it up and he framed one of my quotes and <laughs> it says, in order to grow, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh my God. This is so, and it's right now. This is, yeah. Yeah. Right. I because mean, it, 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 it's it, icky and it feels right. And like, like you, you apologized before we started because you're in, in this transition stage and you're still organizing your place and that's okay. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's all good. On my chair with like my cutting board with, cause my kitchen is covered in these like boxes of stuff with the mold stuff. I'm like, okay, this is so not how it's done, but I have to be comfortable cooking dinner in a way, grabbing things over here, the cats running over there, like the toxic ozone things over here. It's like, I have to learn to stay centered amidst all of that. And that's, that's the magic. Right. That's the key. That's right. We can't control what's yeah. happening. Even on a no. film in the future, I can't control people on set. I can't control what happens, but I can control how I remain inside, at least yes. how I react to it. Yeah. So, exactly. So we're talking right now. It's very serendipitous. 
Very serendipitous. And and thank you for sharing that. And I just hope the audience recognizes, and if you're just listening to this, I am speaking with this absolutely gorgeous human being who played a supermodel on Entourage. And for all of you out there, you know, you're just you're just like all of us, right? We all have these things that happen. You're no different, right? We all put our pants on one leg at a time. Yeah. And and life happens. And and I love what you said because you can't control what's going on around you, but all you can control is how you choose choose to react. Yes. Yeah. That's huge. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So so when do you think do you, you just said that you don't know when things are going to be coming out? When the yeah, I guess how can people follow you? Let's start at that because I want to make sure people follow you so that they know when your film is going to be released since it is has won so many awards and everything. I know it's going to people are going to want to see it. I, myself so, included. <laughs> with Instagram cuz yeah, while I made the movie I had to go off the grid like offline and everything. So Instagram um, Tessa Farrell, my name, and then XO, because Tessa Farrell's taken right now. So hopefully one day I'll be able to get my username. It's not, she's not using it either. So we'll see. But right now, Tessa Farrell XO, and then Cinema Rebel Movie on Instagram, those two Instagram handles. And then um, basically, yeah, those two I'm going to Facebook, my Facebook, I'll be announcing things. Um, but my PR agent's really on point as well, Zach Tepperman, ZTPR. So yeah, he, he's fantastic. Zach's amazing. Yeah, I love yeah. I love Zach. Yeah, he's been he's been incredible and has sent me so many amazing guests um, to appear on my on my show. So that's really awesome. So, all right, this has been such an amazing week. You're my fifth podcast interview I've had this week, which I normally only do a couple. I have spoken to so many people this week that are in, like one person's a chef, one does speaking on dyslexia. Like it, it's just been amazing. You Hollywood actress. And all of you, I have said this consistently this week, is you're all just beginning. This is just the beginning for you. Wow, you right? have launchers. Yeah, this, I know. I'm so excited. This is it, literally and, and, about this, this whole journey. Uh, I'm, like, I'm so thrilled for that. Yeah. yeah so what's like, next for you? Because this is just the beginning for you, Tessa. Step, so step by step. So next I am going to a TV station, NBC News, Palm Springs. I'm going to talk about the movie next uh, Tuesday, next Wednesday. We're filming it. And then after that, we'll see. So yeah, step by Congratulations. step. Congratulations. So any other projects in the works? Like, like if I love this because I, I had a coach say to me the other day, because I work with, a, you know, all coaches need coaches. So I have several different coaches in my, in my, in my team that are helping me. And, and he said, and I want to ask you this question. So he said, if money was no object, right? Mm-hmm. Or another person said it this way, if you were God, right? You could create anything. Yeah. What would your perfect day look like? And, and what would you create for yourself? Okay. Let's dream big here. Okay. <laughs> so we went from project to day or, or are we on project? Perfect Just day? Just whatever. Or- perfect day or, or your next project. Like, like well, what, do you, what do you want your life to look like? So I love that you said that because as I was getting ready for this chat, I'm like, oh, imagine I didn't have to worry about sanitizing my things, about money, about anything but the message I want to share with the world and the projects that I want to create. Um, so yeah, I think it would really be honing, sharing the story about making Cinema Rebel and getting it out there, getting it worldwide in theaters because the 
people that have seen the judges that have seen it want to see it in theaters in their countries. They're really excited. Um, my dad wrote it. My dad's an author, a novelist. He's just starting out too, but he's, he's, he writes very fast. I'm very impressed with him. And there's one book um, called Celerity that I want to turn into a film really fast. Cause it's, it's, I think it's going to be fantastic. It has a sports element, an adventure and a psychological thriller element. It's about a girl that's like a second place track star in college. And she finds this serum well, her dad's a scientist and then he dies and she's left with all the house debt. So then she goes into his work, but he's like, don't look into my work. And he discovered this new serum plant. So she goes to this jungle to find it becomes a, it's, it's a wild story. She becomes the fastest human on the planet and joins the NFL. So all the guys are going to love it. She's like this little girl in the NFL is faster than all of them. But then there's side effects from this serum. No one knows that she's taking this serum. So she starts turning into the villain and becoming dark and evil. So there's this like good and evil element to it. Um, but then I also wrote uh, a script called Scarlet about when I was <laughs> on set with Eminem, I freestyle rapped in high school with my buddies back then. So I had rapping background. That was the one difficult thing of working next to Eminem. I wanted to start freestyling for him because I didn't think no one knew I could freestyle. <laughs> But I didn't want to be rude. So, you know, so I didn't. But it was really hard. I, I can't now. I, like, stopped doing it. It's not in my wheelhouse, really. But I wrote a script about a girl that does a poet that wants to bring romanticism back into the world. Um, and I think it would be really beautiful because with the BLM movement happening after I wrote the script, I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity to unite cultures and really kind of unite humans now because there's a lot of moving parts and people are speaking out. So that's another thing I think is really relevant and important. And I want to team up with um, some an African-American that can rewrite the script with me to give me that perspective because I want to have more eyes and more souls on that project. So that's kind of on the, the board of let's let's do that um and then yeah see what else is out there but I also have several other books that I'm like okay those I want to turn into movies so um but those are already written by other authors they're just they, yeah. I don't want to read the scripts yet but they're there so and I don't want to say what they are yet I don't want anyone else to take them because I haven't gotten the right of course script. not <laughs> that's right you got it you got to hold on to that really closely that's yeah. incredible um <laughs> I love everything you're doing. And I only had one moment when I was next to two celebrities. So years ago, I was like, yeah, I want to be an actress. And I'm in the DC metro area. And while we do have a lot of things that come in production here, it's not, they typically hire actresses from New York or LA, you know, anyway. Mm -hmm. But I was on the set of the movie. And oh my gosh, I always forget this because it was so long ago. And it was like a sci-fi movie starring Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. Signs. Oh. I think it was Signs. And I was in, it was so cool because usually with, as an extra, you don't really get a whole, to do a whole lot, but this was a black tie scene. So they actually did my makeup and my hair and it was like really cool. So for like 10 hours, I'm standing right behind Jodie Foster with her back to me and Matthew McConaughey is facing her. Yeah. And I just stood there watch and it was and then i rode the elevator down with jody foster and she was absolutely delightful such a tiny 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 person um so yeah that's that's my that's my big uh story <laughs> for celebrities and you're like you want to say something but you're like no oh, i can't i can't say a word right <laughs> it's so fun to just start freestyling but right like, i don't know he could have loved it or he could, his bodyguard could have been like like I don't know I just didn't as an artist too though I want people to respect me and respect when I'm working and not right. like you know interrupt the moment to promote them or you know so 
that, that's another big thing too is just respecting the art and treat others how i want to be treated when i'm working and the art at absolutely the end of the day, that's what i love is the craft you no know, all the fluff yeah died. i'm a diehard as you can tell with the movie i made i'm a diehard movie passion art lover that's that's what i care about so but i'll be silly after wow. <laughs> i'll rap after not anymore <laughs> said I would have freestyled for him. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. For all the listeners out there, please check out Tessa's Instagram, Tessa Farrell XO, right? Hugs and, and on, on Instagram. And I'll have all the other links in the, in the show notes as well. And Tessa, I'm so proud of you. I'm always like a mama bear with my, with my, with my guests. And it's like, I'm, I'll be like your mama bear from watching you from afar and cheering you on. And just, I just wish you the best of success. And it really is this really is just just beginning for you. Thank you, and you too with your tennis. I am so excited to keep up and see you do that. I, that's a new goal of mine now too, because I've always wanted to learn about tennis, and I always wanted to have a fulfilled life. And that's so awesome to travel and play tennis. Like I'm excited, so I'm going to keep an eye on you. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not me? That's what one of my coaches always says. Why not me? Right? Right. Someone's got it. Whenever you're doubting yourself. Yeah. Well, why not me? Of course. Why not? <laughs> Tessa, thank you so much. It has been great. And I, I can't wait to see your film and I can't wait for you I'm putting it out there. It is going to be in the theaters and I'm going to go watch it in the theater. So. Yes. Woo! <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone. This is your moment. Your moments move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef.